Hello, people. Welcome to the first Couch Warmers episode. I'm joined with a special guest. I've watched him on YouTube for quite some time. It's Skeptic or Alex Parker. He's he's pretty cool, dude. He's he's cool. Um, we're gonna be talking about Call of Duty Zombies. What's to come? Uh, pretty much whatever comes to mind, really. So. All right. So I'm gonna explain this real quick. Basically. His audio messed up a little bit in the beginning. It wasn't his fault. It was mine. It was on my OBS settings for some reason. My monitoring was messed up. So there's a little bit that happened before this moment. We were just talking about leaks, just general knowledge. Go watch his video on the leaks to get some information. Uh, but he thanks me for being on the show. That's basically it. Uh, let's get to this clip. What did you think about the season in general so, and then we can talk about what the specifics are regarding it for this season i was honestly a little disappointed because i was expecting an immediate new map as soon as the season dropped because season one yeah it's it's such a weird thing to drop a map like and it wasn't even mid-season it's still like a random date they just picked which is i agree it's strange but I don't know. I'm just hoping the map's good. From what we've heard, I think it's going to be a good map. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. It's funny because we always have that that bad map. It's It switches off every game. We have a bad map in DLC 1, and it switches off. So we had, like, we had uh, Black Ops 1 had Ascension. I consider that a good map. Then Black Ops 2 had Die Rise, and then after that we got Dryzendrock, which is a great map, and then after that we got Dead of the Night. So I'm expecting this one to be a good map. I mean, I agree. As well as, uh, I've always noticed that the even Black Ops games are the ones that piss people off the most. Black Ops 2 uh, started off pretty poor and then kind of ended on a higher note. Not as high as Black Ops 2, but Black Ops 2 started off poorly and ended on a high note with Mob and Origins. So I'm hoping that, you know, we have the same... I don't think we're ever going to relive Black Ops 3. The reason we're not going to relive Black Ops 3 is because we already lived it. You know, we, were, we weren't expecting anything to be as amazing as it was, which is why it was so amazing. And now people are like, we, we, it just needs to be like Black Ops 3. And it's, it's like, that's not going to happen if you keep asking for it. Those moments in life, which is rare in gaming... But those moments in life, whether it's like, I don't know what it is for you, but I had like a really close friend group in high school. And then I had this job I really liked, which was at a restaurant. And I had great moments in there. And those moments are rare because you're not expecting stuff like that to happen. And that's how it was with Black Ops 3. We had like this really weird, tightly knit community. And yeah, we complained, but Treyarch was integrating their... their uh, their developers with Jason Blundell and like the community, they were really tight knit and we had a good dialogue going. And I think, you know, going from black ops three to, uh, in infinity war or, uh, infinite warfare zombies and world war two zombies, the communication only got better with the developers. And then we go to black ops four and they just like totally disconnect mm. with us. And now we're in this new game where we have no zombies head of communication. So, we're seeing all these leaks and and pictures from Treyarch as well, talking about uh, Firebase Z, and I think it looks cool, 
And I think it's going to be a good map because the gameplay is going to be great. But what concerns me is this like weird, almost reserved approach that they're giving us. Uh, it kind of makes me feel like Treyarch's either scared because they know anything that they give us is not going to be good enough. Excuse me. Or they're worried that they just don't have enough content to go around because their budget's so small. I'm just, I'm not really sure what to think. I, I, I want it to be a good map. I just, after I saw that one tiny little clip of the guy opening the door in uh, Firebase Z, it just looks so much like a Warzone map or a multiplayer map or just the inside of D-Machine. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting, an interesting February 4th. I've completely dodged the leaks, uh, except for like the, the one image you put up. I did, I did see that one. The oh, 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 of the courtyard. Yeah, the courtyard. I've, I haven't seen any of the videos or anything. I've just heard things. Um, yeah, so, so I had this a really good experience with the uh, Black Ops Three. Remember, I basically did. I was really young when World at War came out. So, how how old were you? Because I was, I was nineteen, I think. When World at War came out. When World at War, I think I was... Was it 2008 or 9? Do you remember? I think it was 2009. Then... I so. Yeah, I was like four years old. Okay, so you weren't playing, <laughs> you weren't yeah. playing World at War quite yet. But I do remember uh, when I was really young, like six, I, I loaded into Kino for the first time. And Black Ops 1, that was probably the scariest thing that had ever happened to me at that point. That map probably <laughs> so had, funny. like, I'm pretty sure everybody has that memory of that map being, like, somewhat terrifying at the point. Like, I could very, there were very little things I could remember from that map. Like, I always remembered the fall in Chandelier, because I died so many times and saw that end screen too much. Yeah. Um, so I stopped playing zombies basically all of Black Ops 1. And then after Black Ops 2's life cycle, I decided I was like, you know what? I'm going to try a new Call of Duty game. So I hop into Black Ops 2. And I played so many public games for some reason of just Origins. I played so much Buried. It was insane. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm ready for this next game. Black Ops 3 is coming out. I was so excited, and then that game was just a good map after a good map and a good map and a good map, and I, know. I just remember me and my friends getting together and being like, oh, you want to come to my house today? We're going to play the new um, Garad Crovey map, and like riding the, dry, riding the dragon for it's the first amazing. time. It, it was crazy. And I do agree. I don't think they're ever going to be able to top that experience with how good those maps were. Not anytime soon. I mean, it's, that's the thing. It's like we've experienced it. So it's going to have to be new players, you know, new, new players with whatever Call of Duty does next. And that's fine. I'm glad we even got to experience it. Yeah. And, and Black Ops 4, honestly, was not that bad. The problem with Black Ops 4 was they, like, removed stuff from Black Ops 3 that was great and then added stuff that didn't really need to be added. Mm -hmm. And 
and it felt like a slower, clunkier game. Um, I just remember not even just because of the sliding stuff, but I just remember Black Ops 3 feeling so fluid and smooth when you would play it. And uh, I remember turning on Black Ops 4 and running around the front area of 9 and was just like, this feels so slow and clunky, but I was like, mm. you know what? It's Treyarch. They're, they know what they're doing. And then people kept complaining about crashes. I personally didn't have that that problem. But I think what really pissed me off about Black Ops 4 wasn't even that we had two storylines. It was that they they didn't they didn't send off the ether story properly. Like mm, I don't yeah. understand why you would you would focus on chaos after after two years or well after two games worth of zombies content not from Treyarch. You focus on the chaos crew when you are telling us this is the the goodbye for ether. And I'm not saying we can't have other stories and we can't have other stuff. That's fine. But they clearly put all their energy into those maps, which I think was a mistake. And then they gave us these remake remasters of of old maps, which I'm not upset about. But compared to Chaos, it was not the proper way to send off uh, like something that the community has really had an emotional attachment to for 10 years. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah I, I was i can say i was not a very big fan of black ops horror because i think blood of the dead disappointed me so much that it actually like gave me hatred for the game it was Can just you explain why you didn't like it i'm really curious it was just i think the map would have been good if they took out if it was just a remaster, like, I don't like the whole laboratory area or any of that. I think it adds to the map. That starting area, I never find myself going back to that starting area once I'm already in the prison or at okay. the warden's house. Um, there's also... I, I've come to like the game more now because a few days ago I went to a friend's house and we played uh, Nine... And I just, I started to realize that the, the map wasn't bad. I just no, don't, I don't bad. like the engine or the HUD. That's the thing I dislike most about that game. The HUD yeah. is so clunky and the engine, there's just, I don't know. They, it doesn't seem like there was enough new stuff too. And I do like the chaos storyline. I feel like the chaos yeah, storyline was actually good. But the way they ended in Ancient Evil, they just like left it there. And they didn't like explain the rest of it, which I find really strange. Well, that was probably I don't know if you know all the the backstory and I obviously I don't have confirmation on this, but that was that from my understanding that was because of budget restraints because Mm. Zombies was doing so poorly that Activision was like, you guys, you guys are done. You guys are finishing out your Black Ops pass. Apparently, there was supposed to be a whole second Black Ops pass, and we were supposed to get uh, six, six and six of each. So we were supposed to have eight maps of each storyline in total, oh, two wow. at launch of each one, and then six more. They were, t they really wanted to make Zombies a full fledged mode and not the side mode. That's why it's getting such little attention right now because activision didn't think it was going to do well and that's probably why they canceled it for modern warfare which i think was a smart move but uh the, i mean yeah they just 
the engine is that's exactly what I'm talking about. When you play the game, it feels it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel every 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 Treyarch game that had obviously that has zombies in it, which is all of them, pretty much. From World at War to Black Ops 1 to Black Ops 2 to Black Ops 3, you could feel the engine progressing, whether that was from a graphical standpoint, uh gameplay mechanic standpoint, just the way it feels. You could always tell that it was upgrading and moving, taking you to the next level. But with Black Ops 4, it felt like it went backwards. Now, with Cold War, I feel like it moved forward. Because now that I play, when I go back and play Black Ops 3, it feels entirely different and in a bad way, which I never thought I would say because I loved the Black Ops 3 engine. However, my concern is that I, because I partially think Black Ops 4 was ruined by the community. I think the community had such high expectations after Black Ops 3, Treyarch couldn't fill the shoes, and they, they shit on them a little too much. I do believe that. And I think the same thing could happen with Cold War. And if the community doesn't start to realize, like, if we keep shitting on them, they're not going to make it anymore. So I think we need to, like, tone it down a little bit with, with what we expect. But... On the flip side of the same coin, if Treyarch doesn't reciprocate and and at least give us something that's adequate and doesn't increase their communication and their presence into zombies, as far as marketing and and talking to us, I mean, they're it has to go both ways. Yeah, and Treyarch doesn't seem to be doing that. We. We definitely expected too much from Black Ops 4 because yeah. we had Infinite Warfare and World War II right before it. And we were like, oh, it's Treyarch, Treyarch's the god at this point. They just made yeah. Black Ops 3. They're, they're the ones that started zombies, so they're going to they're gonna do this the right way. And I, because we expected too much, it's just it all went downhill because we we didn't support them enough i can totally agree with that and the ether ending was was so strange i don't i don't know if it was disappointing but it feels like it was just their another way out like they were like we just need to stop it at this point so we're just gonna do this like it just seemed it just seemed so, so sudden it didn't have that it didn't have emotion really like the first time you see it it's a little emotional and the fact that they didn't animate it either actually made me pretty mad they did it in the comic style and that that wasn't great i do really like the samantha and eddie walking into the uh walking out of the dark ether yeah that that was that's a really cool scene but I I do feel like they kind of just when I guess we're kind of done with this. Yeah, and um, and again, I obviously because we we don't work there, so we don't know. And I I often wonder how much of that has to do with the development team or the writing team, or if that's an Activision budget problem, because, like I said, from what I understand, they basically cut their budget like pretty pretty much halfway through and that's why we started getting those uh animated cutscenes at the uh Nuketown remake uh part of the DLC season. I can't remember what that map's called. Alpha Omega. And and 
I think they had to jam what they had planned as a, you know, eight map story for each for each crew. So Chaos would have had eight and then Aether would have had eight instead of the four for each. I think what basically happened was Craig and Jason and their writing team had to cut cut things and jam things into a super, super condensed story or condensed story as far as maps go. And I think that's partially why we had eight characters in Alpha Omega with, with the Victus and Ultimus, or not Victus, Primus and Ultimus crews in Alpha Omega because I think they wanted to tell so much story. Because Craig said that he they usually write like, I think he said like 2,500 pages for, it was some ridiculous number. It was like 2,500 pages for, for one map of dialogue and they had like double that. I think he said they had like five, it was either 500 or 5,000, probably 500, but they had to write double the amount for their scripts. I remember him saying so. And for those of you out there listening, Craig Houston is the lead writer of zombies. And I'm pretty sure they had to jam everything into this, this last two DLC maps. So they did it the best way they could, which gave us eight characters for alpha Omega, these weird little animated cutscenes that were just full of dialogue and uh, that's why we had Victus on the way out and, and Primus and Ultimus in that game. Like, that, that makes so much sense when I think about it because we had pretty much every single character that we knew of in every single, well, the last two DLC maps to wrap up the story rather than it being spread out over time. Yeah. I think... It, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I think... I think they did the best they could do with i agree man with what they had i do remember hearing about how much writing they've done for that last map and everything like it's crazy to think that the great war was that small just because of like it happened in such a like they could have made a whole map where you're fighting in the great war or something or the battles are going on in the background but because of budget cuts that's that's just crazy that yeah and again this is all speculation yeah uh, from from what i've gathered from leakers and from what i know about production and and working in the entertainment industry i mean I'm, i've never worked in gaming development but i know that there's a lot of stuff you have to do on the fly and you can have a prediction or a schedule laid out but if the people funding the game which is activision don't like what you're doing they can pretty much tell them to to axe and change whatever they want. And I, I think really what bothered me the most about, like I said with Black Ops 4, was the ending, <coughs> excuse me, was the uh, was the way they handled Ether. The ending was fine. I'm not upset with it. I just was hoping for like a really big epic bass, bo bass bottle. Bo boss <laughs> battle. I can't talk. And... Uh, they gave us a, you know, a defensive sequence, which is fine. Um, but the way I look at Black Ops 4 now, especially after all the custom maps, all of Black Ops 2, 1, World at War, Black Ops 3, all these maps we have, we have like, and then World at War and Infinite Warfare. The way I, I, I'm trying to tra train my brain to look at it is just another arsenal, like another tool in my belt as far as gaming. And I can pick up any one of these games Luckily, Zombies doesn't really 
it ages for sure, but it's not like multiplayer where you go back to to modern warfare from back in the day and you just there's nobody on and you can't play the game. Well, zombies doesn't it's not the same. So going back to transit or going back to Kino from Black Ops 1 or going to Zetsubo or going to to 9 or Ancient Evil or Blood of the Dead, it's just another tool in the belt of zombies and if you feel like kind of giving it a go, you can. The diff the hardest part about being a zombies fan is waiting for Treyarch to complete their game and uh and and getting all that content, getting all the bugs out. Because once that you go back, you're like, damn, this really wasn't that bad of a game. Now I have all these options. But when you're like just dying for new content, you're just waiting and waiting and waiting with bated breath to get the next map. It, it you're you're you know you're nerve wracked or you're like anxiety ridden because you want to play the game and you're, you're just you want the devs to do everything you want to do and you get pissed when they don't see your way and the community's fickle but then once you go back you're like oh yeah that really wasn't that bad why was i being such an asshole and yeah. now that i think this multiplayer is so i really like cold wars multiplayer so guilty is charged over here skill-based matchmaking doesn't really piss me off because i suck and i i've actually been okay with what's going on with waiting in between the maps because I, I enjoy the multiplayer and I'm trying to play other games. So I think it's this year is a little different for me but regarding my opinion and outlook of the game as a, as a whole. Yeah. Um, speaking of the older maps, I know you said you would like to see the Victus maps remastered from Black Ops 2 into Cold War. Do you think yeah. there's there's a pretty good chance that they will at this point? But I think so. Um do, do you think there could be any issues because Cold War is such the the way Cold War works is so much different than any other zombies mode with like the yeah. dark ether portals, the armor system, the rarities, pack a punch, all the perk system is different. Do you think it could like completely alter die rise and it could just be like a good map or it could just make these maps play Trash. completely different? Uh, I mean, of course, obviously in like the most general sense, yeah, it could obviously go either way. According to the leaker, which all the credible leakers say it is not true, according to that leak I talked about at the beginning of this episode, the guy, again, was saying that uh, over the course of the DLC season, we're going to get uh, three new, brand new maps uh, for the Cold War zombie storyline, and then in between those map releases, we'll be getting remakes of uh, Transit, Buried, and Die Rise. So, uh, this is you know, for for your listeners, just explaining that season two or season one will get Firebase Z. Season two would be buried. Season three would be, uh, you know, the Berlin map that we have heard rumors about, which is an original map. Season four would be Transit, and so on and so forth. So every other map would be a remake or a new map. So, according to this leaker. He said that they're remaking these maps from the ground up. That part, I don't necessarily believe. I think what they would have to remake from the ground up would be the systemic issues, which 
is what you're basically asking. Yeah. I don't know how they would do it though, man, because those maps were designed for an old system. I I think what they could do is kind of like what they're doing now, which is taking uh Nocturne and Toten and then putting it in D Machina as like a iconic, you know, a set dressing, set piece where they could take uh, maybe they could take uh, the ton- part of the, the they could take the witch house from buried or something and then put it in a desert type area and then we're just kind of playing buried you know i i think that they could do that but i don't know man that that that's where the leak kind of confuses me because according to you know credible leakers they're saying that these maps are just being sat on waiting for a release and now that Activision sees that people love zombies again, apparently they're going to be coming out and being remade. I just, I think that this new Cold War system can be applicable to a lot of the old maps. But where it gets kind of dodgy is with the uh, the buildable system and the zombie drops because it doesn't work like how it used to. That's where I kind of get a, a little concerned. Uh, I I like had had having uh to go on Horizon Drag and find the sheet the shield parts and find the uh, Ragnarok parts and that's not how it works anymore. So I'm not exactly sure if they're going to implement these buildable systems into their old maps. But I mean, they, these guys know what they're doing, and they could have like a a tab that says old school zombies or whatever. And you go play these old maps in the old school methodology with a cold Cold War feel. They could do that. I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, I think what we need to do as a community is see how Firebase Z is, obviously. And then we can really make judgments of what this DLC season is going to be. Because we've never received content like this before we've never received free zombie maps we've never not had a you know a season pass to buy we've never we've never not known what the future of zombies is going to hold because we don't have blundell or jimmy Zelinsky anymore this is like really entirely new territory for all of us yeah don't get me wrong i would love to play die rise without jumping in elevators and dying to glitches but if they if they're gonna do this, they have to do it right. And I really I honestly hope they haven't been sitting on this because if they have, you don't know they they might have just been like, oh, we're not even gonna get to this point. Who knows if we're even gonna release these? But I would really don't get me wrong transit and die rise aren't the best maps ever but i have some nostalgia with it with them like transit was always fun to play with your friends so and i have new friends that never got to experience black ops 2 yeah. and i think mm. it would be great for them to experience the witch's house for the first time or um spawn the avogadro if that's even a thing anymore I mean, dude, I've never even... I didn't even play Black Ops 1 or 2. Oh, dang. So, I mean, that's why I want them remade, because I don't like going back to the old engines and really playing those games as much. Um, 
I think if I would have played them when they came out, I, I, I wouldn't mind going back. But since, but since there was such an evolution of, of feel throughout the engines, like I was saying previously, I do think you can go back and learn it, but I just wasn't there to, I wasn't there in the moment to learn it. So I just don't really feel like learning a, you know, 10 year old game or however, however old black ops one is. Um, so I was really hoping that they would come out for black ops four post. Uh, I was hoping that when black ops four ended, they would release zombies chronicles two at during uh, modern warfare's life cycle. That's what I was hoping. Wasn't it modern warfare after black ops four? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And, uh, but if they released them in this, I, I would love to see it with updated graphics and with this new feel that the game has. Because I, I love the way Cold War feels. It's so fast and smooth, and uh, you can't slide cancel that well, but it doesn't matter because you're moving so fast. And to see this system, I think Transit, it would be good. And uh, what's the, Transit, Buried. Transit and Buried, I think, the the this gameplay would go well, but die rise. That's the one that really uh, concerns me the most. Cause that map is just so weird. And there's a lot of waiting and standing. And if the leaks from again, this new leaker are anything to go off of, he was saying that there's going to be this vertical portal system on the DLC uh, two map for this season, which is like a snowy mountain map where you're jumping off cliffs into the portals and shit and i think that that would be a cool system to add to die rise so you can trans transport around the map quicker uh and i would like them to add cooler easter eggs and boss fights and give the map like a newer feel rather than just be a straight up remake so i i, I don't know as a person who never played black ops 2 like that's why I don't really feel that strong pull towards Origins or or Mob, and that's why I like Blood of the Dead over Mob, because I wasn't there in the moment and uh, to personally feel that. So having these remakes would be great to stream and and play again, and like you're saying, have, make new connections and memories with your with your friends in real life. So yeah. I get it, man. That's that's a thing. They they can't chronicles. They can't do this the same way they did Chronicles, basically. Because Black Ops 3 had pretty much the same... It had different aspects, but it almost had the same type of feel as the original games, like World at War, Black Ops 1 and 2. There was no big updates, like the Dark Aether, or upgrading perks, or if they're going to add more perks in later. And... That's a that's a thing with D Machine. We don't know if they're just gonna plop Tombstone in. It's it's gonna be interesting. Oh, they said they're gonna put it in the uh, in the perk machine, uh, uh, the Wonderfizz machine. Oh, all right, but which is what they do for the other other games? I I do, which is fine, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the way zombies chronicles came out it was just it was just all perfect man we ended on such a a, a good well people didn't like the revelations cutscene, whatever but it just we i feel like that that season ended so, on such a high note and then you get zombies chronicles coming out which remade all of our favorite maps to a t not only just remade them but like 
you got to play on the Black Ops 3 engine with all the gobble gum. And, uh, and you know what, dude? Now that I just said that, gobble gum was an, in, was an entirely new system. Yeah. And it is, you know, you did have to, like, pay for them, sort of. But, yeah, I mean, if they can add a system like that, which functionally changes into, like, Shinonuma and Nocturne and Toten, why can't they add the systems they have now into yeah. Buried or to Transit? It actually gives me a little bit of hope. I, I'm glad I kind of just crapped that out of my face because <laughs> that, that, uh, that actually sounds really cool. Yeah. And I was just perusing on Twitter looking to see if they released anything. And it looks like Milo and Codename Pizza are like tweeting Treyarch right now. They're like, Will you please drop a trailer? Dude, you and have to do the voice now because you said his name. I didn't say Dalek. I said <laughs> oh, Pizza and Milo. Dang. Almost so, the same accent. I know. Milo's is harder to do, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just if all right next time because because it just you asked I will do it at the end of the podcast. All right, all right, all right. I'll do it for you. It's my trademark, apparently. <laughs> um. So, well, no. If you have a question, go ahead. I I was gonna ask what you were thinking about the trailer, but I want to know what you were about to say. So, the trailer for which thing? Which one? Uh, well, I'm curious. Do you think they're going to release a trailer for? Oh, oh yeah. Um, for Firebase. I actually don't even think they're going to drop a trailer. I think it's too late at this point. I kind of don't either. That's going to be interesting, though. I think they're just going to put it out there and just see what happens. I was what... thinking. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the teasers have basically been their trailers so far, and they they gave us a little bit of information on what the map's going to be like. Uh, a couple of days ago, I I had this whole rant on Instagram about the new. Uh, there was a picture of an astronaut and a whole bunch of Russian text. I still don't know yeah, what it yeah. says, but the caption was uh, "Become an Ethernaut." Yes, I'm and looking I, at it right. I now. had all this speculation on. Well, they can't be going to the moon because I don't. I I don't think at least Griffin Station's even built in this timeline if i'm correct but oh that's a good that's a good question so finish your thought there's yeah i i don't even know where they went with that that was just so random because it didn't it's i get it's like cold war but they just kind of threw that out there like nobody expected them to do anything with space. It just kind of happened because we were expecting, oh, Vietnam, you're fighting in the jungle. There's a village, and then they went Ethernaut. I I can ex I can explain what it what it means. Well, what I think it means. All right. Um. And then I, and then we'll go back to the trailer. <clears throat> so for this teaser, what I think they're trying to imp uh, imply is because i'm looking at it right now and it says become an ethernaut today and i think it says something like support your country or whatever basically what this is because we have to think about this from the perspective of omega because it's a, this is an omega guy this is actually the same suit as the uh Orla? The, yes it's the same suit as him so basically what they were doing in d machina was sending people into the dark ether in these suits and they were calling them ethernauts i guess 
So mm-hmm. they were basically recruiting people with propaganda to come in and go to the dark ether and find the dark ether crystals and farm them. So this is just a propaganda poster. I think this is what they're trying to say, unless it has some deeper meaning. Because that's what I I thought first about it too. And I was like, why the who gives a hell about the who gives a damn about the moon? Like yeah. what, what? It was kind of confusing. But the more I thought about it, because this is that portal, um, that big portal behind him is the portal that they found. Like they created a main portal, and then they were har- harvesting the crystals to harness the energy, which is what those, uh, what are they? Those giant, those energy, I can't think of the word, but like those pictures on, uh, that they, that they tease that were from the R to Maxis. Yeah. The, those, I can't think of what the word is, but they, these chambers where they would harness the energy. They they put out a picture of it too. Um, yeah from the map there was yeah there was the big new boss or whatever it's gonna be and then they had a chamber with the the ether crystals inside of it yeah right behind it yes Mm -hmm. so they were harnessing the energy from the crystals uh that they were using ether knots to oh shit they just dropped a teaser trailer are you serious uh, excuse me a teaser of the trailer and it's a gif (laughs) saying trailer drops tomorrow (laughs) dang well, that was some timing, wasn't that? <laughs> Amazing. It actually, dude, get on. You should get on Twitter right yeah. now. Here, let me see if I can pull this up. I'll tag you. Yeah, we'll do it right now. Wait, I don't know how to tag people, apparently. Wait, am I not following you? Oh, dude, I suck Dang. at Twitter, man. Oh, no, I am. There you go. All right. Um, I just don't understand Twitter. I do not like it at all. I think it's like a, ter- I think it's a really bad social media platform. I really do. Yeah, Twitter, think, Twitter is basically just there for people to argue. I think, I think, uh, Instagram is the best, personally, better than Twitter, and I, if we could all just like go to Instagram, I think that would be way better yeah i'm pulling it up now my chrome is being slow don't know why it might be because i'm recording probably because we're streaming and recording your memory and internet bandwidth is being pressed so i would just share it in the chat but i'm assuming if i share it in our chat that we'll just probably die and everything will blow up (laughs) you can't say i think i got it i'm loading in now it's like two seconds you'll see a guy uh, walking up to the portal, and then an arm coming out of it. Oh, people are gonna like inspect the arm now. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Whose oh, arm is that?" Bad guy's arm. It's the bad guy, uh, the monster's arm. Hmm. Oh my god! Somebody just replied to them. Dead game. It's not a dead game. <laughs> it's not a dead. It's clearly not a dead game. <laughs> I hate when people say that. The only the only people it's dead to are the people who aren't playing it or are angry about it. The fact that people are angry about a f- sorry, I'm not trying to curse. I know I have a little bit. Apologize for no, that. No, you're good. The only people who I think hate video like can you imagine just wasting your energy hating something like this? Like who cares? 
if it doesn't go your way, yeah, that sucks. And I was disappointed with Black Ops 4, but I wasn't losing, you know, sleep over it. Trying, I get being yeah. upset, but... Trying to ruin it for everyone else isn't going to make it better. It's just no. going to make things worse. No, exactly. So is the gift loaded for you? or? Yeah, I see it. Okay, cool. So That's for those of you listening, if you uh, don't have Twitter, which I don't know how you don't, but if you don't and you go to Treyarch's page or maybe it's on Instagram, you'll see a wide shot, like a 21 by 9 shot of a, of a man, a soldier. It looks like one of the operators who is walking up to the portal, which is the main portal for Firebase Z. And he is seeing the monster's arm that we have seen in all these other images, the monster that kind of looks like a Margwa slash uh, Nova 6 crawler kind of combined into one because the Dark Aether fuses all of these people and enemies together. They start to mutate over time because time and space doesn't work the same over there. So you have to be careful, which is why they have the Aether dots, apparently. It's all coming together, I guess. And uh, it looks like the enemy's either walking through or he's putting his arm out to pull somebody in. We don't know because we don't know anything because Treyarch doesn't really tell us anything. Who, so, who pretty said, cool. Who is that standing near the portal? Could that be Samantha, I, do you think? Wait, there's someone... Are you talking about the person walking yeah, up to it? the person walking up to it. I think it's just a general operator. It could be. It, it, I will say there's like a, a little bit of a chance it could be Samantha because the person has like a hat on and they almost look like they're limping. If you look right before the frame cuts, it looks like they're oh, limping. Oh, yeah, they kind of lean over. Yeah, like their leg so is out. It could be Samantha with a beanie and a ponytail because it looks like that the person has a little bit of long hair coming out the back. Maybe that's uh oh. maybe this is part of the intro cutscene. I well yeah, I think that's what it's going to be because unfortunately there's no there's no outro cutscenes in this game and um and you know that kind of reminds me what are your expectations for the easter egg? I wasn't even thinking about the easter egg. Oh. Do you like easter eggs or do you not care about those? Oh. I, I really like watching them hunt. I always found them too difficult before. I was so... I'm not good at the other games. So I would always like just watch them. Black Ops 3 and stuff you're yeah, not good at? Yeah, the, the first time I beat it, I, I beat an Easter egg was D-Machine. So, oh, really? Yeah. I want that's to go back and try them. I would it's, really that's, like that's interesting to hear your perspective on that, man. Because uh, when I first tried easter eggs in black ops 3 i too found them very difficult um it was mostly remembering everything i found to be difficult yeah. but then when black ops 4 came i don't know i found them like i don't find them i don't think they're easy by any means but i started to understand treyarch's uh mentality regarding easter eggs and the steps and and how they break everything down. So once I figured out that pattern, it became a lot easier. And when I go and I do the Black Ops 3 ones, man, they're so much easier than I remember them being. The only thing that I've never done uh, regarding an Easter egg is I've never done Black Ops 3 Easter eggs without Perkaholic. So I should probably <laughs> I should probably stop uh, 
being such a lame-o with that. Um, but yeah, so basically my question for you is, okay, you haven't really done Easter eggs, but you like watching them. You like the hunt. Let's compare this com- upcoming Easter egg to two Easter eggs. We're going to compare it to Revelations, and we're going to compare it to D-Machina. And let me explain the context, and then I want to get your opinion. Mm-hmm. The context is this. When Revelations Easter egg came out, people hunted. I think the hunt was like five days because they found everything. Or maybe it was three. It was three or five. I can't it remember. Was it was really long. Number. I do remember. It was really long because they couldn't figure out the bone step. They couldn't figure out shooting all those stupid bones and or those rocks. stupid rocks that would turn into bones. Um, they couldn't figure it out. So they got stuck. Um, Blood of the Dead was also a long one, but not the point. Anyway, uh, they finally figured it out, and it was a it was a long hunt. I think Derise and Drag was probably the perf- most perfect hunt because it was like just a long enough, and it was the payoff. It was everything worked out for that map. It was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. D Machina, this map, in my opinion, had the most lame Easter egg ever. It's in it's in bottom tier for me. I I don't I th- I like that it's easy. I think Easter eggs need to be easy to medium difficulty. However, the steps were literally spelled out for the player. And I don't think that's how it should be. And when I say they were spelled out for the player, I mean they were literally written on the floor yeah. and the ceiling and the sky. Assemble. They were literally spelled out. Yes, assemble here which Okay, you're getting new players into the game, sure. But then there's no boss fight. It's just a defense thing with 4,000 megatons. Nobody likes megatons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're really annoying. So my question to you is, where would you like this Easter egg to sit in the spectrum of all Easter eggs? But I, I give you the hunt comparison for D-Machina to, to Revelations where it took, you know four days and the other one took two and a half hours. So this, what do you, what do you care about as far as the hunt goes? And what do you care about as far as the difficulty and boss fight and like X filling? Like what, what do you want? I want basically, I would want a very in-depth story Easter egg where all the steps make sense. I did like the machine because the steps did make sense. They all played a part in the story, especially with like Bogle and his diaries. That was all really cool. It it does get annoying after you hear all the quotes like a couple times, but that's also true. There's, it's a weird thing to compare it to, but I think Garod Kroby might have been the best Treyarch boss fight. It, and no, it definitely was. Yeah, I, I think we need something like that with Zetsubo-type steps. I actually really like the steps in Zetsubo. I found them to be underrated. I think Zetsubo is entirely underrated, which is why I made that video. Um, Yeah. Do you think that we're going to Exfil? Uh, let me rephrase. There's in that in that diary or the blog post that was on the Call of Duty page on the Call of Duty Twitter. It said, uh, "Let me pull it up for for us." Call of Duty. Every time I type in Call of Duty, I'm like, I, f- I feel like such a dork. 
<laughs> it, it says uh, weekly briefing. Um, blah 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 blah. Okay. Why? Uh, with the destruction of the World War II era Project End Station site, after investigating the dark ether anomaly in Poland, Grigory Weaver and his requ requiem agents now set their targets on the latest outbreak site in Vietnam, codenamed Firebase C. Once there. Requiem agents will race against time to rescue Samantha Maxis and exfil from Outpost 25 before it before it's too late. Now, when I hear that, and I'm gonna read that last line again, Requiem, Requiem agents will race against time to rescue Samantha Maxis oh, and exfil from Outpost 25 before it's too late. When I read that and say it out loud, what I hear is two things. I hear we save Samantha just like d machina whatever and then we exfil and it's over but i also hear two things i hear rescuing samantha maxis is the easter egg but then i also hear exfilling because you can literally just play to exfil like you can just do that that's a, it's like a normal thing so are they just highlighting both both things in the same sentence separately kind of writing it in a cryptic mushy way to to throw us off that that's that statement kind of made me cringe when you said it the first time because the d machine the ending of that easter egg might be the most disappointing ending because you literally get in a helicopter and they're like oh it's a cool explosion because explosions is, are yeah. always cool but it was <laughs> like it just wasn't satisfying like you it doesn't you're just these random operators. You're you're basically like multiplayer characters. That's how unimportant you are. And you jump in and you're just figuring this stuff out somehow. And then you get in this helicopter and you leave. That and that's all that happens. When you can do you can literally get in a helicopter and leave without even doing the Easter egg. So I really thought there was going to be a cutscene at the end of the Easter egg. And I remember I didn't even watch, I didn't even watch the ending on the tutorial I was watching. I watched how to do the Easter egg. And then I didn't want to watch the ending because I wanted to experience it. And it kind of sucked because I was expecting something. And I really hope there's something really impactful at the end of this new map. I mean, I, I guess it doesn't have to be at the end, but I just want there to be something impactful. Yeah. It, it, like something. And I, 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 again, this brings us back to where we started with that leak. If, if this is true and Activision sees the support that zombies is getting and maybe they just, I, I kind of almost feel like D Machina was a, was a test it was like dipping their toes into the zombies community like the pool and they're like is it cold is it hot like what is it and then they saw our reception and we like loved the gameplay and i mean i love the gameplay i still play d machina i mean i haven't for a little while because i've been busy but i i try to play it pretty regularly regularly i enjoy the the gunplay i enjoy the mechanics i like training in the spawn room you know i it's fun to grind weapons there um, I just think that they were trying to see how receptive we would be or if we were going to complain and they were going to do their due, due diligence and put out a couple maps 
And but maybe they didn't go the whole mile because of because uh, of the community, and they wanted to like. Why would they make cutscenes for multiplayer fans that are going to play a free zombies map like once you know in a while, and they're not even going to complete the Easter egg? So maybe we can still Xville. That's fine, but maybe we'll get cutscenes, or maybe they're just trying to change the way we uh, consume content regarding zombies. Yeah. I remember you you put out a video on I forgot to mention this earlier, it probably would have been a better time, but the teasers there were the teaser images that came out before they even announced the map of like the overhead view of the base and it had the text that said M R and you said you think people are overhyping the R thinking it's Richtofen. Do you think yeah. There's a possibility that this could be the younger version of Richthofen, the Eddie Richthofen. Just, I I think it would be cool if he was working for Omega. I think that would be a really cool twist to the story, but I don't know if they would do it. No, well, it's I think, and I don't I don't mean this in a, I'm not trying to like say I'm not trying to insult you when I say this, but mm. I thought that too. Okay, so like, uh that like basically Samantha works for Requiem and is like kind of schmoozing with Omega. And then Richtofen is working for Omega and they're both kind of like, you know, they, no matter what they're destined to meet is kind of what I was thinking. And that's kind of sounds like what you're implying. I've also heard uh, Milo say that I've also heard other people say that in the community. Uh, I think Noah said that before too. And the fact that all of us are saying it, makes me think it's so obvious and that Treyarch wouldn't do it. Yeah, I think... You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking, too. I totally had that that thought where I was like, if everybody... Seems, yeah. They would never take an obvious route. They always want to make their story surprising. And Craig is a great writer. I think exactly. he can do... He can do pretty great things with the story. Like, Black Ops 4, actually, it had some good story moments. Like, Rick Toppin's yeah. death was probably... It was there amazing. Was, there was a ton of emotion in that cutscene. I remember. That was... Yeah, that was crazy. That was... Yeah. Yeah, Craig is Craig is a great writer. And, and I'm not saying that your idea is bad or my idea is bad. I mean, we have good ideas and bad ideas. But what I'm trying to say is... If if everybody in the community like figured it out on the first day, that seems like is Craig even kind of trying? But it's also nice to kind of give the fans what they think is gonna happen, because that's nice. And I and maybe, you know, we're just right. That could also just be the case. But I but with that R and the community hyping it up, I really just think that the community wants Rick Toffin back. You know, even they even though they complain, oh, we've had Ether for so long, and then they're mad when it when Ether gets canceled or when it gets canned, and they finish the storyline, then they're mad that Ether's not here, and they're mad. They're just the community's always freaking mad about something. So I think that they they think Rick Toffin's going to come back. I think Treyarch is impl. I what I think that R is is that Treyarch is implying that Rick Toffin is coming back, but he's not coming back now. Like they're teasing us, like. Oh, there's an R, and we know that you guys think Rick Toffin's coming back, but he's not. It's like he's not coming back now. But I think it's their way of saying, "Hey, this guy is going to come back in a DLC eventually." And the way I think it'll happen is, 
I think I've said this in a video. I I don't remember or stream. My everything blends together, but there'll be some epic cutscene, an ending cutscene, or a boss fight, or something epic, and he'll they'll they'll unveil how he's part of it in some way, shape, or form. He even could be a bad guy, which yeah. I think would be awesome. Because Rick Toffin was always the protagonist and the antagonist. Yeah, he was he always, was always crazy. And good. Yes, and I think what would be awesome is if they kind of brought him back to his roots because in the original Aether timeline, he was pretty evil. Like, you know, he's... He, yeah, he was crazy. And, yeah, he was really pretty evil. It wasn't until Black Ops 3 where he got... uh, He started to really gain a conscience. And so I'm thinking... What if no matter what, like regardless of closing off all these universes and closing off all these dimensions, no matter what, Sam and Richtofen's paths will cross and Richtofen will always essentially be evil. The only reason Sam was ever evil in the first place was due to her corruption. So what if they kind of do a symbolic gesture and a nod towards the original Ether story by almost having it be like a parallel connection like no matter what these people are doomed i think that would be cool but again i don't i'm not a writer and i don't know what the hell i'm talking about so yeah i don't i don't i definitely don't think they're gonna bring him back in this map i could see them doing it with this kino verrucht remaster kind of the mix i feel like it would be yeah, that makes e sense actually. either the the end or the keener Kino, Dertoten, Verrucht mix because when you think of Richthofen, you kind of think of those two maps, Verrucht and Kino. There's just something there's something about Kino where you're like, oh, Richthofen, I don't know what it is, but you just think of it because that's he was just so classic in that time. His character was at like his peak of just that's that's when his character development really started, is what I'm trying to say yeah so it would make a lot of sense for them to do it at that time or the final easter egg we get in this game something happens big where yeah there's a boss fight and he comes out or something and he's he we get a little bit of intel like hinting that he's there or something yeah yeah because all the intel we have thus far it doesn't confirm anything yeah i i I hope they don't reveal him quite in the intel. I hope they reveal, like, maybe, not, like, blatantly. What I hope is maybe that we get an intel that says, like, oh, strange person I've encountered, blah, blah, blah. And then we're like, who is this mystery guy? And then maybe they unveil him that way. I, that, they could really do this a thousand ways, and that's why I think it's so complicated. But, I mean, I personally would be fine if they didn't even bring him back at all. And they just kept kept going with something, but I think they're gonna have to because yeah. it's just such a fan servicey thing. It's like bringing Luke Skywalker back, you know. It's like you just can't not do it. Yeah, there's I've always I've kind of forgot about this, but there's this quote in D Machine that one of the operators says, and I quite don't understand it. It's the um, I think he talks about a Wonder Wolf, and I just found it super interesting, and oh, yeah. I was just he like, how. That. I I don't know how it's connected in any way. Uh, I don't know if it's connected like that or if it's 
Here, let me look up something. Uh, Google Translate, because I forget if if Wonder Waff just means Wonder Weapon. Yeah, Wonder Waff just means Wonder Weapon in English, German to English. Uh, so okay. I think when what I when I heard that quote, I was thinking maybe it just means uh, it's just like a nod at the player, like you you know you know what's up, and uh, he's just calling the ray gun or the whatever the Duh, other thing is called, yeah. calling There's... it just a Wonder Waff. I was watching a video yesterday. And I forgot how funny they used to be with the whole, um, the quotes from, it was specifically Tank, and everybody liked him because his quotes were so funny. He used to talk to the player, if you remember, in the old games. Like, yeah, he would be like, um, uh, I think my favorite clip quote from him is on Shangri-La, and he's, uh, he's, he goes, oh, we need to get the power again. Again, what a what a new objective, Treyarch, or something like that. Yeah. And he will hint at you. He'll be like, um, oh, t my favorite Takio quote is him. Uh, I think it's classified. And he'll say something along the lines of, uh, we're going to figure out this Easter egg because I'm everybody's favorite character. And then he goes, right? At the end, like... Yeah. Because he knows, like, he's just not, he's not really the biggest, not everybody's a fan of him. But I always like when they would do dialogue like that. And it's just sad to see, it kind of goes with the operators. I can't really do it anymore because the characters aren't as important. But I, I do no, like, I do like killing zombies as Frank Woods and, and him screaming at him. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. I, I honestly, with the way with the operators and, um, and then unfortunately I'm going to have to, uh, close up here in the next couple minutes. But the thing with the operators is I, I don't like that. We don't have iconic characters. Every zombies game ever has had iconic characters, whether it's the chaos crew, whether it's transit crew, whether it's the aether crew, Primus and Ultimus, whether it's, uh, infinite warfare zombies with those four uh, four main characters and Willard Weiler and the characters in um, World War II zombies. I forget their names. I know it was like Marie and some other people, but the they were still, like, yeah, they were still <laughs> iconic. Or not even iconic, but they were standout characters that you played with in every map, and they had cool cutscenes. And I mean, World War II is a little underrated. It's not the best, but uh, and now, okay. So what I'm getting at is when 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 you play those games and you hear the same quotes over and over, it it kind of drove me a little insane. Like, I didn't care to hear, like, oh, we got to get the power on. Oh, we got to do this. Or how, like, damn it, Rick Toffin. Like, I I like it. I think it adds to, to the flair of the game. But after a while, like, I just wanted that crap turned off. So, because once I play the game so many times and I beat the Easter eggs so many times, I don't I don't need to hear that anymore. So from a personal level, like with that, I, I actually like how the operators don't say anything. But uh, yeah, have, not having an iconic crew, it's weird. It's definitely weird. And the only reason we're having this this way 
is because of Modern Warfare 2019. If that mm-hmm. game wasn't as successful as it was, we wouldn't be having this. Treyarch screwed the pooch so much with Black Ops 4, and whatever their campaign was supposed to be on that game, that Activision canceled. I mean, it it just it just screwed up the the trajectory of the Black Ops franchise as a whole, because that campaign, good or bad, would have been the the groundwork for what Black Ops Four was going to be for the entire year. So instead, we just had this like Mario All Stars game of all of the things that we've had from Black Ops or from World at War to Black Ops Three, and they just mashed it all together made a battle royale because that's what was popular, which they created that February. I don't know if you knew that. Blackout Blackout was created in February of 2018, and then they released the game oh, in October. That's crazy. It is really crazy. And uh, that whole game was just a mess, development-wise. But if we would have had a foundation of a campaign, because what a campaign does is it allows them to create all these original assets that they utilized for the rest of the game. They didn't have that. So they were just pulling crap out of their asses. And basically, I forget what we were talking about, the characters. What we were alluding to is when we have this game that has a basically a newer foundation, I think we're going to be able to see kind of where Treyarch can go. But I really just wish that Modern Warfare hadn't done as well because not not that it needed to do poorly, but just that they weren't pulling so much from Modern Warfare 2019 because I didn't like the systems in that game, and I wanted a completely fresh Treyarch game that was going to put Call of Duty back on the map for like what I would consider real zombies fans or just real fans in general. Because Modern Warfare felt like such a a game to the masses, a game to the noobs. And I know not everybody feels that way, but it just didn't appeal to most people that I knew who liked the game at all. Yeah, I I do feel... I, I think this Zombies mode took most of the right steps to get a new community and bring that love back for Zombies because... Yeah, that's I don't, fair, man. I don't know... I can't really think of anyone that hates the zombies mode. Everybody seems to enjoy it so far. It's fun. I can replay it a ton. Yeah. I think I think it's really good. They've done I wasn't expecting much when they showed the trailer. I I thought I was going to hate the score streaks first of all. The score streaks seemed like it seemed like oh we messed up before. We're going to do this now. But now it seems like we're just implementing new stuff. We know it's kind of like Warzone. But I mean, it's it's fun. I like it. So. Yeah, it's a good game, and uh, I just hope that their maps become iconic, and the dark ether gimmick isn't abused to hell. Because we yeah. need this. We need this. The maps need to have a personality of their own too. Mm-hmm. And uh, and D Machina is just such a. It's such a, a unique case because we haven't used the system on any other map, so we don't know. We don't know if the systems are good because they're good or if it's just because it's D-Machina. And I hope it's just because they're good and then D-Machina or Firebase Z uh, bring these systems out in other ways so that we can experience the game differently, but I'm not really sure, man. I, I really like the movement, too. The movement's yeah. probably... 
I think zombies needed something like a new movement feature. Like when you're when you're in the the machine room with tack a punch you can jump over the like in the boss oh, fight it's, it's so amazing. cool when you can just Mantling. dodge megatons by jumping over like staircases and everything it's so good mantling is huge mm -hmm. if they didn't have that in i don't when i first started playing the game on launch day i was like i didn't realize that you could mantle and then i <laughs> got back in the corner and i jumped over something and i was like holy crap you yeah. can literally get out of any sticky situation almost. Almost. There was also... I, when I was watching your stream, somebody you, you were playing with found this glitch where they put, like, their head in oh, a yeah. container and they just sat there and the zombies couldn't kill them. And I was like, uh, okay. But yeah. they couldn't kill the zombies. It was really yeah. weird. That was Sakurai found a, a glitch in the... Uh, was it the med bay or whatever? Yeah, where you, yeah it was right next to his vehicle. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah. And he, yeah, he was going down a bunch. He's like, I'm just going to hide here. And I'm like, all right, dude, it's fine with me, I guess. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I had lined up for today. So. Oh, that was great, man. I had a, I had a really good time. I think yeah. this was a, a good podcast. I'll leave I'll leave Skeptic's links in the description, his YouTube channel. I'll link the Discord. A few other things if I can find some. Probably his Twitter. Stuff like that. Um Thanks, man. Yeah, it was it. a lot of fun. This was a good first episode. I'm I'm gonna see if I can get this on Spotify. I'm gonna try okay. to put a MP three version on Spotify. Um so yeah, it was a lot of fun. And yeah. wanna thank Skeptic for coming out. It was good time and i will see you guys in the next one peace out peace out guys